Welcome back to the podcast, Complete Guide to Koholint. My name is Zach. My name is Ryan. And we are here today to talk to you, the listener, about Link's Awakening Map Tile F12. Ryan? F12. It's F12 time. Are you ready? It sure is. What's on F12? Well, on my laptop, it's the volume up button. Uh, I'm going to press mine and see what happens. Nothing. Great. Uh, And in Link's Awakening, it's Key Cavern. Key Cavern. You can tell it's Key Cavern because it's decorated with a bunch of slimes and eyeballs, and one of them has a keyhole in it. Yeah. So it must be Key Cavern. Obviously. It's unlocked with the slime key. Yeah. Uh, the outside of the tile has a grassy path on one side and the dungeon entrance on another with kind of a fence made of slime statues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in order to open this dungeon, you have to go all the way around to the outside of the fence and put the key in there and then go all the way back yes. to the other side of the fence. And that is good. And it makes you traverse a bunch of territory, which is pretty rad. And I love, I love how the first time you see this, you walk past it, but it's inaccessible, and it's just like in the middle of nowhere, in a really weird place, at least. Yeah. Very strange, and the entrance is like watery. Yeah. Because this which, is the slime dungeon. Yeah. Maybe that's not water. Maybe that's slime. And it could be slime. Could be slime. Um, the key cavern in Japanese is called the key cellar. Oh. Which kind of makes sense given the layout, where it kind of feels like a you spend a lot of time in a basement. Yeah. Kind, kind of. It almost doesn't quite carry over because they end up using the two floors only. If this was on a different game or different like system with where you could do more floors, this might be like a... I don't know. It doesn't quite work out entirely, but it kind of works out. Um, the biggest theme theme in this dungeon is that it is full of keys. It's lots of keys. There are many keys in this dungeon. There's, in fact, too many keys in this dungeon. Mmm. Uh, a core part of this dungeon involves getting into an area, and then, well, you go, you go through, how would you describe it? As I analyze Key Cavern, I'm struck by its conspicuous structure. It has very distinct phases. You start out with a linear gauntlet. Uh-huh. Then you go to a somewhat non-linear key runaround in that cross-shaped area where right. you're going into a room, unlocking it to get a key, to unlock a different room to get a key. Then a larger, less linear area with a, a clear goal that they express by you know letting you see parts of the map that you aren't able to access right away. It's real good. They're like, you're going to need four more keys yeah. to get to this staircase and move on. Uh, the technique of showing the player inaccessible areas is used incredibly well here. Uh, in the first section, you have this side passage that you can't get all the way through, but you can see it. And so you're like, I'm going to have to come back and go through that side passage. Um, the visible lock blocks in the middle of the main section, the four things you see that we need those four keys to get through the staircase. And... The place where you look over a railing to see this room, and then you go to a nearby room, and you're like, oh, wait, I have to bomb that wall uh-huh. to move through. Uh-huh. Delicious. It's really good. This is a very good dungeon. Mm-hmm. This is a very good dungeon. It's very cool. It's very 
I mean, if you optimize it, you can skip a lot of it because you know the keys, but if you're trying to 100% it, you're like, okay, I gotta go back to this room because maybe I missed a key here. Uh, there's literally one extra key in this dungeon that you don't need. Mm. I think. No, so, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that you don't get stuck. Because right. if there was not that extra key, it would be possible to lock yourself out of the of part of the dungeon and then not so be able to So then is it really an extra key that you don't need? Well, yeah. It's I mean, a key that you probably don't need. You probably don't need that key, but yeah. there's an extra one there just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now, uh, you convinced me with Bottle Grotto that it was a meta theme where, like, Link is, like, associated with pots, and so here's, like, the pot dungeon. And so this theme is meta, too, because it's like, oh, you like keys, huh? Well, here's lots of keys. Yeah, uh, but I kind of wish they had leaned more into the theme of slime, which I think is a cooler idea. And it's, later games yeah. have done more slime stuff. Have they? I feel like there's never been. I don't know. We need uh, to. We need I'm a slime. Ep- Let's do a slime episode. I'm gonna find us a slime episode. Okay. And we'll get deep um, in the ooze. There's uh, like the slime key. The entrance is like this is gonna be the slime dungeon, and then the slime key is like you're gonna go into the slime dungeon, and then the boss is slime eye, but that's the only slime that you experience. And this makes me think. With the five keys that you use to en- enter dungeons, those keys do match their dungeons, but they better match the bosses of those dungeons. Oh, that makes sense. So the, you have the Moldorm key, and then the Slime Eye key, and then the Angler key, and then the Face key, and then the Eagle key. Huh, okay, yeah. So you have this theory that the dungeons have, like, normal purposes before they turn into prisons. But I'm thinking, like, these keys being like, this is the key to get the, to the Eagle. This is the key to get to Slime Eye. I'm really thinking of these dungeons as specifically prisons for the nightmares okay i could see that um okay think about that uh, i wanted to say slime eye uh the boss let's talk dungeon. about the, the the boss later we have the mini boss and the, the item to talk well, we're talking okay fine we'll go we'll come back we'll come back uh, let's talk about the mini boss let's talk about the mini boss because that happens first uh there's dodongo snakes yes which i guess they just didn't want to have to figure out how to pathfind a dodongo and make, yeah. that look, and make that look good. So instead they made this weird orby snake thing that has the same idea. Yeah, I think they're cute. I like them. Yeah. They're off. I always, I, I, they're, I'm always really bad at like aiming bombs at these guys though. I've gotten a little bit better, but as a kid it was very like, okay, I've got two bombs left. I can't yep. miss any of these bombs. Or I got to go back and find some bombs. That's me today, yes. <laughs> um, no, I like the Dodongo snakes. They're cool, and that's a good archetype, and they're off-brand enough in a way that makes this game... lends itself to the weirdness of this game. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to look great in the remake. Oh, I'm excited to see what they look like. I didn't even think about that. The one I did think about is this dungeon has the enemies that are called Pair Odds, which oh, yeah. are the weird like penguin teleporting dudes. Yes. That I did, I don't know what to say. I, I just put them in here as note. Like those things are here and they're weird. <laughs> Correct. Um, they're hard to deal with until you get the dungeon item. Mm, so what's after that, after getting all those keys and going through that big long thing, you get the Pegasus boots. Mm. 
which is an item that first debuted in Link to the Past. Wait, is um, that right? The, the, what, that it first the debuted Pegasus in Link to the Past? Boots, I'm trying to rem- No, you get the Pegasus boots for beating the- Mini boss Dodongo snakes. Not for getting all the keys. Oh, you're right. All the keys lead to the final boss. Sorry okay. about that. I was I moved on already. I was super confused for That's a second. That's okay. Oh, it's all good. Uh, uh, the Pegasus boots. Yeah, they function as like an equipable item in this game, mm-hmm. which is because there's no extra A button to use for Pegasus boots in this game. Um, they are used. Uh, quite a lot in this dungeon to deal with the crystals that you have to bash into that we talked about. Um, for there's a black hole enemy that oh, you yeah. have to that you have to use it to get past his, his like gravity force, which is awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then most importantly, this is the game that combines the Pegasus boots with the rock's feather and lets you jump crazy far. Yes, and. Doing a long jump with those two items is not easy. It's yeah, it's not a, it's not a gimme. You have to work at it. Yeah, and I think that's kind of wild that like as soon as you get the Pegasus boots, you have to start doing these long jumps. And they do quite a bit of them in the game. It's yeah. really it's pretty cool. It's really cool. Uh, I love it. Uh, the boss is Slime Eye, mm-hmm. uh, who's a big. You have to you walk in the room and he's not visible. And yeah. they keep dropping slimes on you, and then the, you realize you have to bash the wall with the Pegasus boots to drop him down. And uh, this might be when you, I you'd probably say that this is the first uh, Zelda boss who starts out on the ceiling of the room. Am I right about that? I'm thinking through it. I'm thinking through. It. Yeah, yeah. This did it before Goma. So that's kind of cool. It um, ends up being a trope in Zelda. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, and then you beat him up, and then you split him in half, and then you beat him up some more. In Japanese, he's just called Big Zol. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's the big version of the slime in the game. Uh, and then you beat this dungeon, Mm -hmm. and you get the Sea Lily Bell. Yes. Which is a good name for one of these instruments. Yes. And is also relevant, because it shows up in another game. Yes. Well, um... I think we want to say before we talk about that other game that a lot of the stuff in this game, including all the instruments of the sirens, have official artwork in the player's guide. And the player's guide has a style that I don't know how to describe off the top of my head. Kind of a uh, generic fantasy style, I guess is what I'm going to say. Whoa. Wait, which, are we talking about like the, the, the item? The player's guide. The, yeah, the pl- item art. The item art in there where it's kind of all rounded and... I don't know about rounded. I'm thinking of, like, the instruction manual art for some of the items. No, in in uh, the player's guide, most of the artwork is... It's pretty, like, realistic. Looks kind of trying to look like an etching, I guess. Oh, okay. I've, I've seen some of this art before, yeah. So, uh, like, I'm not knocking it. It's just... It's. I know it's generic because it's hard to describe. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm, just, I'm looking at pictures now. It. They interpret Sea Lily's Bell as a bell that looks like a lily. That's cool. And so in this other game, you can say the name of the game. It's Hyrule Warriors. I was letting you do it. Oh, Hyrule Warriors, but not the original. In the second and third edition of the game, 
they added in a bunch of characters on top of all the bunch of characters that were already in there. And for Link's Awakening, they added Marin as a playable character in this Musou game where you run around and defeat thousands of enemies in a single level. And she runs around with the Sea Lily Bell, just knocking dudes down and like summoning the Windfish for her big attacks and stuff. Yes. And it's uh, pretty hilarious. Um, um, they use I, the design of the Sea Lily Bell from the player's guide. See, I didn't put that together. That's really cool. Well, have you seen also, moving forward, the artwork from the remake? Uh, I did just now on the webpage for the Sea Lilies Bell when I was looking this I up. Was, <laughs> I, I was like, where did Zelda Wiki get all this artwork? Well, the press kit has the art, uh, like actual renders for yeah. all the, a lot of the characters and all the instruments of the sirens, and it, they're pretty cool. Yeah. And the Sea Lilies Bell in this new edition uh, has what looks like kind of a snowflake-like motif on it. Okay. That evokes an actual sea lily. Yeah. Not a lily. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I really like that they uh, took the time. And the other instruments of the sirens come off pretty good in these new renders. I like them a lot. Oh, I'm glad you like them, Ryan. Uh, we should talk more about Hyrule Warriors on a different tile. You uh, keep trying to get me to play Hyrule Warriors. I don't know if you need not- to play it. I don't know if I need not to play it really again. Not really that interested. It's not. It's good, but if you're into that kind of game, okay, it's a good one of those. Uh, uh I want to talk about a different tile. Let's talk about a different tile. That's not tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll talk about a different. Yeah, tile. not today. Not today. Tomorrow. What is tile tomorrow to talk about? E seven. E seven is what you said. Yeah. Okay, yeah, E7. Uh, 